0: This is the Jake Asman Show on 98.7 ESPN.
1: The Max Scherzer comments from last night, and perhaps we'll spend a lot of the final hour talking about whether or not Max Scherzer is going to be traded to the Texas Rangers. Yes, breaking news if you were just tuning in. According to John Heyman of the New York Post, Max Scherzer could be dealt to the Rangers. The Mets and Texas have agreed to the terms of a trade but it's pending Max Scherzer waiving his no-trade clause. Scherzer said to like New York, might not want to approve that no-trade clause. But the ball is in his court. He's been informed of this, and we'll see. Is Max Scherzer going to be in the dugout tonight when the Mets take on the Nationals coming up? Unbelievable. Let's go back to kind of how we got here, though, right? So if you missed it last night, Max Scherzer, after he pitched a good game against a crummy team, Spoke with the media afterwards, and the Mets beat reporters were asking Max Scherzer about the trade the Mets made the day prior, sending David Robertson, their closer, to the Miami Marlins.
2: Probably gotta have a conversation with the front office. I mean, you're trading our closer away. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're gonna, I'm sure a bunch of people are gonna have to have conversations with the front office.
1: He needed to talk to the front office. I guess those talks didn't go too well. If now Max Scherzer could go to Texas if he wants to the deal has been agreed upon the trade has happened but it's pending his approval but what could have been said in this meeting I want to know because then you had Buck Showalter speak to the media earlier today before this game tonight and this was Buck Showalter responding to those comments you just heard from Max Scherzer
0: believe me I Max and I talk a lot I'm sure it was in response to some question it wasn't like he stood up said I want to say this right I mean somebody asks him a question, he's gonna answer it. I mean, for the most part. And but I I'm sure that's how he feels. Max has made it very clear that he's you know, why he gets up in the morning. He wants it to be here. It's the way he's always felt. He enjoys he likes it here. He's taking it on and all the responsibilities that come on with it. And I mean y'all talk to him every day and after he pitches, he's he's right there. So he's an open book. That's why he's one of my most favorite guys I've had. He's just blatantly honest. Frank and and loves the banner back and forth. I'm sure that's how he feels. I don't, I'm begrudging somebody f- feeling what they feel. You don't always have to agree with everything, but you do the respect of that. He's do it. He's earned it.
1: So if he loves being here so much, he's not going to say yes to the trade then, Buck, right? Because that's essentially what Bo- Buck Showalter just said. I'm telling you, and Met fans, please call in because I'd love to hear from you. 800-919-ESPN, your call's coming up. He's going to get booed more if he says he wants to actually stay because he just hasn't been good enough. And if I'm the Mets and I could unload Scherzer, then I'm keeping Verlander because I'm going to need pitching for next year and Verlander's been better. I know he's a little older than Scherzer, but I would rather Justin Verlander, who is one season removed from winning the Cy Young Award in the American League and has been really good of late, I'm keeping him because next year I'm going to need pitching and I don't think I'm going to be able to find better pitchers than Justin Merlander, but Scherzer, I think with another year, he's not going to get better. I seriously think the hope for the Met fan right now is that he approves the deal and he goes to Texas. But think about the irony of this. Once again, if Scherzer goes to the Rangers, he's trying to help them survive the loss of Jacob DeGrom. Like only in the Mets this type of stuff happens, I swear. And from a Rangers standpoint, their strategy this offseason was, let's sign the broken-down ace from the New York Mets and Jacob DeGrobb. And now we're going to try and trade for the broken-down ace of the New York Mets midway through the season to back Scherzer. It's just funny how this works out. It really is. But, man, I cannot believe they even got a team to want Scherzer. Here's my question with the deal. Are the Mets giving back money? Are they paying off some of the deal? If I'm the Met and my owner, Steve Cohen, who's got more money than God, I would be willing to do that because it probably means I get a better prospect. At least it better. But Billy Epler, I guess I don't know because I saw what David Robertson went for and that was a disgrace. But the reports are right now the deal is not done. There's a ton of money and a no trade clause involved. That's from Evan Grant who tweeted this moments ago. He covers the Rangers for the Dallas Morning News. So it does seem like the Mets are going to be eating some of the contract. That's what I just saw now. But I don't know. I'm shocked we got to this point. I really am. Let's go to the phones right now. Met fans, let's hear from you. Max Scherzer. Will he or won't he be a New York Met? Let's go to Stephen in New Jersey. Stephen, you're first up this hour. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, how you doing? What's up, Stephen? Hey, yeah, you know, it's, this whole thing, its uh, you know, it's a shame. I remember the day that we got him, and, uh, you know,
2: it was exciting. You know, the new owner and shares are coming in. It's like, wow, like, you know, a guy like this wants to come to this team. And, you know, last year was fun. You know, towards the beginning he was awesome. And, you know, the team had a lot of hope, and it's just, you know, it hasn't turned out great. And uh, I guess, you know, the only thing and the right thing to do is try to flip these guys to start rebuilding the farm system. Cohen was, you know, he was pretty straightforward in that meeting he had a few, you know, a month ago or whatever it was. And uh, I guess, they, you know, they got to just start building from the bottom. It seems like that's the only thing they can really do at this point.
1: Yeah, good call, Steven. It, 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 it's a shame it didn't work out, right? Obviously, the Mets fan had every right to be excited when they signed Scherzer. You money whipped him. You got him. But this is the right move for where the Mets are at. I understand why the Mets want to trade him. Honestly, Scherzer might be the one who wanted to be traded, the way he pouted after the game last night oh, I, I I, need to speak to the front office. I I, I don't understand why they would trade David Roberts. You don't understand. You guys are six and a half games out of the final wild card spot. You're four or five games under 500, whatever it is. Ken Rosenthal tweeted, like all trades, this one is pending a medical review. Scherzer just turned 39. He has had side and back issues this season and also had an oblique issue last season. More reason why the Mets would be very, very lucky if Max Scherzer says I don't want to play for you anymore I'd rather play in Texas let's keep rolling with your calls right now let's go to Rob in Levittown Rob you're next up you're on 98.7 ESPN New York hey Jake uh, thanks for taking the call thanks for making it Rob what Um, do you got you know uh, as a Mets fan I'm just really
2: conflicted because obviously we have not seen the the best of Max Scherzer I mean The funny thing is he was money last year from April until his last like two or three starts in September and obviously the playoffs start. And uh, then after that, it's just been a nightmare since then. Um, But the fact is that based off his track record, I really do not trust Billy Epler and what he's going to get back. Now, Steve Cohen, I don't think he would have any issue picking up, you know, a big portion of the money owed to Scherzer. But I, I don't know. I mean, we've seen. Epler not be able to evaluate talent in the past, especially you know not being able to admit his mistakes on guys like Vogelback and Ruff, that both you know Ruff started the year on the team and he's washed, and Vogelback is still here.
1: So I I really don't trust Billy Epler's judgment, to be honest. Rob, great call. That's also a great point in all this. Billy Epler is the one making these decisions. Is Billy Epler the GM next season? He he, he might technically still be the general manager. But all the rumors are that David Stearns is going to be running the baseball operation for the Mets next year. That they're going to bring in him to be the guy. You know, I'd try and money whip Theo Epstein, but, you know, it seems like David Stearns is the guy Steve Cohen is after. Do you trust Billy Epler to execute this trade? I mean, I can't sit here and say I, I necessarily do, but if I can unload Max Scherzer and get something for him, that's more than I thought they were going to be able to get for him. You know what I mean? So... I, I, I would definitely be conflicted as a Met fan. I'd be disappointed, but I hope Max Scherzer, if I'm a Met fan, says he wants to go play for the Rangers. I really would. I'd keep Verlander, and I would trade Scherzer. And they are trying to trade Scherzer. They've agreed to a deal. And this must have been in the works as well. I, I don't think a deal as complex as Max Scherzer with the money involved and the age and the injury history, I don't think this could all just come together within a day. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I've made some fantasy football trades within a couple hours, but that's not quite like running a baseball team. But, I mean, this is is wild. We went from I need to go talk to the front office because I don't understand why they traded David Robertson to now the deal is agreed upon. Ball's in your court, Max Scherzer. That's unbelievable. 800-919-ESBN, 800-919-3776. More of your calls on Max Scherzer coming up met fans do you want him to stay do you want him to go we continue to react to the breaking news that max scherzer could be dealt to texas if he approves the trade with his no trade clause keep it right here it's jake asman with you till seven o'clock you're listening to 98.7 espn new york
0: this is the jake asman show on 98.7 espn
1: side. so it seems obvious the Mets are going to pick up some of the money that is left on Max Scherzer's contract. He's got the player option for $43 million for next year, and he obviously has whatever owed to him for the remainder of the season. But the breaking news, if you're just tuning in, one day after Max Scherzer said he needed to go and talk to the front office about whatever they're doing because they traded away David Robertson, the Mets and the Rangers have agreed to a trade, Scherzer has agreed to waive the no trade, and now it comes down to can the sides work through the financial aspect of this deal. My gut tells me they will because you're talking about an owner in Steve Cohen who could use the amount of money he earns as a weapon. He could pay off a lot of the deal to get better prospects and allow this deal to go through for the Rangers. Met fans, you like this? 800 919 ESPN the number, open phone lines if you want in on the conversation. It's just so surprising that we got here this quick. It really is. And now the question with Scherzer, what happens with Justin Verlander? Is this just a one-off for the Mets, or do they try and deal JV as well? And I would think Justin Verlander would have more value than Scherzer, even though he's a couple of years older, because Justin Verlander's been better than Max Scherzer. You know, Justin Verlander has an ERA of three point two four this year. You know, Justin Verlander has been pitching some really, really good ball, his most recent starts. You know, he was really good against the Yankees the other night. I was at the stadium and shocking, I know Verlander shutting down the Yankees. Where where have we seen that before? Against the White Sox, he gave you eight strong, only allowed a run. Now he wasn't great against the Dodgers or the Padres, but overall, I mean, Justin Verlander. If you go back and look at his numbers since like June, it's a it's an ERA that's in the twos. So I would keep Verlander, but if you get blown away with an offer, you got to listen. But now the the aspect of this deal that everyone's waiting to find out: what prospects are coming back to the Mets? Is the return for Scherzer going to be greater if the Mets eat more money? It better. It better. Because if you're going to be trading away Max Scherzer and then eating a lot of that $43 million he's owed next year, it has to warrant better prospects coming back. But the first big step was the trade being agreed upon. That has happened. The next step was Scherzer being notified and saying, yes, he'll waive the no trade. That has happened. And now they have to work through the financial stuff, which to me, out of those scenarios we just outlined, those three things, that to me seems like the easiest thing you can get done. It just does. Because you're talking about a rich owner who wants to make a deal. 800-919-3776, 800 919 ESPN is the number if you want in on the conversation. we got a lot to talk about, a lot to get into. Plenty on Dalvin Cook and the Jets as well as his visit is tomorrow, and I've said it before. I believe the Dalvin Cook trade, or Dalvin Cook signing, excuse me. Can't confuse the Scherzer trade and the Dalvin Cook signing. I think it happens by tomorrow. I would be shocked if Dalvin Cook is not a Jet. Rodgers has recruited him he took the big pay cut you heard Joe Namath on with us last hour lauding Rodgers for doing that if Aaron Rodgers goes to Joe Douglas and says let's get this done the Jets will get it done and most importantly Dalvin Cook is still a very good player so we got open phone lines we could talk Scherzer we could talk about the latest Yankee debacle we could talk about Dalvin Cook and the Jets we got a ton still to get into here so let's go back to the phones right now this guy's been patiently waiting on hold Mr. Bonesy in the NYC. Bonesy, you're up next. You're on with Jake Asman here on 98.7 ESPN.
3: Hey, what's up, my guy? Bonesy. No, dude, Joe Namath at 530. That was so dope, man. You got Revis, Klecko, now Namath. Who's next, Sexy Rexy?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'd love to get Rex on. Maybe next time I'm on 98.7, we'll make that happen. Yes,
3: that's what I like to hear. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm starting to get used to you now. This is your second show. This has been dope. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about Dalvin and for the people who, including myself, I wasn't ready to accept him, you know, joining our running back room. But obviously with the way Rodgers has, you know, taken that pay cut, you could tell he's been in contact with Dalvin. And even that extends to all the people who, he's brought in and we've been in talks with you could just tell rogers is taking such initiative with our franchise it's i heard rumors about him wanting to buy in into the into the into the team <laughs> it just gets better and better <laughs> and also with dalvin people have to realize like aaron's coming from we've been a lot of like especially in the hackett scheme 12 personnel which is is predicated for the run and the play action pass and he's coming from an offense that always had two running backs, especially since they drafted AJ Dillon. It's been Jones and Dillon, and he's used to running backs getting twenty-five to thirty carries per game, to, you know, between the two. So I feel like we got to keep Brees fresh. I know it's we start off with that rough start, with, you know, the first four game, first six games, but. I don't know, man. If we get Dalvin, <laughs> it doesn't get any more exciting than this. I still, I'm still living on edge, man. I know, I know how you feel too, but it's, it's been great, man. You're doing a great job. Keep it up, my guy.
1: Thank you, Boji. Appreciate the kind words and for calling it in. I think every Jet fan feels your excitement, right? Look, Dalvin Cook doesn't make the Jets a Super Bowl favorite. He doesn't make them, uh, you know, the favorites in the AFC. But he makes you a better team. And injuries in the NFL happen all the time. That's why Brees Hall is unknown right now because he's coming off injury. If Brees Hall was fully healthy. He wins rookie of the year. And we go into the season feeling like the Jets have their best running back since Curtis Martin. That's how good Brees Hall was in those seven games last year. You know, you had the Thomas Jones year. He was very good for a couple of years, but he's not the level of Curtis or what Brees showed you last year, the talent. LT was good in 2010. You know, Chris Ivory gave you 1,000 yards in 2015. Brees Hall is Brees Hall, but this is to protect Brees Hall from having to rush back, having to be overused. See, in the past, the Jet Jet fan was hoping, hey, let's win a game in September, and let's maybe not be eliminated from the playoffs by Columbus Day. Now it's how about we think about the big picture of keeping a guy like Brees Hall fresh so he could be really hitting his stride in late November, December, January, and really giving Aaron Rodgers a true running game and a different dynamic that he just has not had consistently throughout a lot of his Packers career. But the one point he made that's spot on, you know, when Rodgers was winning MVPs with the Packers and Nate Hackett was the OC, they did run the ball a lot. You know, they had a good ground game. They weren't the Rex Ryan ground and pound type of offense, but Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are good players. You know, Aaron Jones in 2021 had 800 rushing yards. You know, A.J. Dillon has been a guy who has really emerged the last couple of years, but, you know, 2021, his second year in the league, he went out there and gave you another uh, 300 yards on the ground. So the two of them combined to go over 1,000. Plus you had an MVP quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Like, they had balance in their offense. Jets want balance in their offense. So Dalvin Cook gives you some insurance in case someone gets hurt or if Brees Hall is not 100% healthy. And it's just likely a one-year commitment. If it's two years, I guarantee you the second year has very minimum guarantees. So it is a no-brainer for the Jets to add this guy. Completely agree with I think ninety nine point nine percent of the Jet fans that have called in today. Still waiting on what the Mets are getting back for Max Scherzer slash if this trade is going to be official. They have agreed to the players coming back. Max Scherzer has agreed to waive the no trade to go to the Rangers. The breaking news remains, will the trade get completed if they can figure out the financials? I believe they will. Let's go to Kevin. He's on Long Island. Kevin's next up on 98.7 ESPN. What's going on, Kevin?
0: Hey, what's going on, brother? Uh, you know, obviously, I just wanted to talk about the New York Jets for a minute. and Obviously, you basically nailed it when it came to uh, Dalvin Cook and what he brings for the New York Jets. It really comes down to it that you really want to keep Brees Hall healthy. That's really a big goal. Coming off a torn ACL – that's not a light injury by any means. So for the New York Jets, I think this is really just a you know, you know, any team can go into the regular season, you know, with all the hype and look really good on paper. But the Jets and their depth is gonna be the difference here. I mean the depth that wide receiver's already spoken for, uh, adding this to the running back core would be, you know, an excellent addition. And obviously, you know, with the pay cut that Aaron Rodgers was able to put in, you know, It really helps this team really be more flexible and have the ability to have that depth because, let's be honest, the good teams, they have depth. One guy gets hurt, the next guy comes up and shows up, and that's how these teams win Super Bowls. It's really all about the depth you're going to have at every position, and that obviously goes for the defensive side as well. We've talked about their defensive side over and over again. You know, the depth, the switching out, they're going to be able to do. The Jets are really really set up for uh, success, and, you know, it's not just on
1: paper. You're going to see it come September. Kevin, okay, great call. Look, they got to prove it, but I'm right there with you. The minimum expectation for this team, minimum expectation, is to make the playoffs. And I want to win the division. That's the regular season goal. You know, it's only been 20 years since they last did that. You know, I, I apparently we're not allowed to have home playoff games as Jeff fans because we haven't had one since 2002. Against Peyton Manning and the Colts. Just... Win the division. Set yourself up. But look, the AFC East is loaded. Now, Miami takes a big hit losing Jalen Ramsey till at least December. You don't want to see that. I'd like to beat the Dolphins at full strength. But the division is loaded. Bills are still very good. you got to prove that you're better than New England. They better smash New England twice this year. I'm just going to say that on behalf of all my fellow Jet fans. But the Jets got to prove it. But this is a damn good team, man. Rodgers is healthy. There's no reason why this team can't win at least 11, 12 games and win the division. No reason. They won seven with no quarterback play last year. Now you have Aaron Rodgers, a motivated, fully invested Aaron Rodgers. Got to get it done. Still waiting to see the return the Mets got for Max Scherzer officially and whether or not the deal is going to be agreed upon. The story continues to evolve minute by minute, so make sure you're listening To us until 7, we'll keep you up to date on the latest with Scherzer. But, Met fans, I want to hear from you. How do you feel about the idea that Max Scherzer could be headed to the Texas Rangers? 800-919-ESPN is the number. Plus, more of your calls. Jet fans on Dalvin Cook. Yankees in the trade deadline. we got a lot still to get into between now and 7. Keep it here. It's 98.7 ESPN New York.
0: This is the Jake Asman Show on 98.7 ESPN.
1: So make sure you listen back to Joe Willie Namath talking Aaron Rodgers and the Jets if you did not not get a chance to hear that full conversation live at 5.30 last hour. Right now we wait to figure out if Max Scherzer is going to be traded. Max Scherzer has waived his no trade. The Rangers and the Mets have agreed to a deal, and now it comes down to working out the financials and if Scherzer could pass a physical. So this story continues to evolve, and as soon as we hear something, we learn of the prospects that are going back to the Mets – we will get you up to date on what you need to know. 800-919-3776, 800-919-ESPN is the number. Let's go to HTJ in the car, wants to talk about the Scherzer situation. HTJ, you're first up the segment. You're on with Jake Asman here on 98.7 ESPN.
2: Good evening, Jake. Big shout out to the company. Um, I'm thrilled that if the Scherzer deal goes through. They were actually able to find a team that wants to take him on, um, regardless of the contract. Um, it, he just hasn't pitched well in a lot of big games. Um, Verlander, I understand Verlander has been good for the Mets, uh, especially recently, but he's 40 years old, will be 41 next year. Can you count on maybe one hand? How many pitchers have been really good at 41? Would you agree maybe one hand?
1: Yeah, I, so, I, I would, especially without steroids seemingly in the game. You yeah. know, you're know, you not going to see too many Roger Clemens pitching to 45 anymore. Nolan Ryan. Yeah, Nolan
2: Ryan. <laughs> There's a couple guys I can think of. Um, and realistically, are the Mets going to contend next year? Probably not. Well, they so could. Are you going to hold on? They could. I mean, last year they won it's 101 to... games. But then you'd also be counting on a 41-year-old pitcher to do so, which I think if, if you're looking at the odds of that isn't very good. I think your best bet is what's best for the franchise is to get – best you can for him now, because it just, I think it's not worth, the juice isn't worth the squeeze trying to keep him. You're counting on a 41-year-old pitcher being as good as he is now, and with the rest of the roster being good enough next year, adding starters, because you're going to need more to fill it out. I think your best bet is trade him and get best young pitching you can, because the Mets need young pitching desperately on this team in the minor
1: leagues. They don't have anything else. Maybe a couple in double-A, nothing in triple-A. Thanks for the call, H.C.J. Look, You could argue that, hey, sell high on Verlander because he's pitched well of late, get something for him. But I feel like you would, once again, need to be eating a lot of the money for him. Like Scherzer, I get eating some of the money because you get him off the team. I don't think he's good anymore. I think it's only going to get worse for Max Scherzer, not better. Verlander, though, could help you next year. Yes, you'd be relying on a 41-year-old. I understand that. But you don't need him to be your number one next year. Can the Mets maybe make a move and get Otani to be their ace, right? Then it's a little different. If Justin Verlander is your two or your three, if Sanga can take another big step next year, then your rotation looks a little bit different because you're going to try and win next year. I I can see the Mets being a playoff team next year. They won 101 games with basically the same team. If the Mets can improve their pen and they'll get Edwin Diaz back, so that helps, and they clean up the middle relief, they can compete for a playoff spot next year. This year has been incredibly disappointing, but I'm not just going to throw away the idea they can't be a contender next year, not with this owner. The Wilpons don't own this team anymore. You got an owner who wants to spend. And he's probably going to be at the front of the line trying to spend whatever to get Shohei Ohtani, and we'll see how that works. But ultimately, if I could get rid of Max Scherzer, I'm thrilled. But Verlander, I think I would keep because I'm going to need pitching for next year, and he's still very good. He's not what he was, but he's still good. Especially if I'm going to have to eat most of the deal. Now, if I could trade Verlander and completely get out of paying him, then maybe that changes the conversation. And sure, you want to get some good prospects. I I get that. But I don't think you're going to be able to get any, like, true difference-making prospects that are going to help you for a couple of 40-plus-year-old pitchers with that kind of money. It's a very complicated scenario the Mets find themselves in. And it's a scenario I don't think most rational Mets fans could have saw coming. Even if you didn't think this team was not going to win 101 games, that this team was not going to be better than the Braves, let's say, in the National League. Did you really think they were going to be this bad? that they were going to be sellers like five days before the deadline. Right. They traded uh, Robertson two nights ago now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It has been a wild turn of events. Let's go to Gary and Mayo pack. Gary, you're up next. You're on with Jake Asman here on 98, eight seven
4: ESPN. Hey, Jake, you've been a great listen to today. Uh, I'm
1: ecstatic
4: about this trade. Uh, I would pay all of his salary. I would even pay some of the Grom salary to get a higher prospect. We need to get like Al Lighter's son in here, and I think there's another pitcher who's a little higher than Al Lighter's son on their uh, on it on their depth list. We we need pitching, starting pitching. You know, Steve Cohen came here and said he will win a World Series within three to five years. This is year three. You cannot be getting prospects that are projected to hit the major leagues in 27, 28. I think the shortstop they're talking about, again, a shortstop that may be in this trade is 28. You know, unless they think they're going to put a plan together to trade all these prospects that they're building up for a top-notch major leaguer, you know, then – that could happen, but if not, they need to get somebody that's you know, ready within a year or two and he has to be a starting
1: pitcher since we have none. Great call, Gary, and thanks for the kind words. I agree with you, it's just it's tough to do. It's 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 tough to do. And if you eat a lot of the money, yes, Steve Cohen obviously can afford it, but it does affect where you pick in the draft the higher you go over the you know quote unquote Steve Cohen tax or whatever the official name is. I couldn't even tell you. So it's a tough spot, but I, I, I'm with you as far as the Mets needing pitching. So I have no issue getting rid of Scherzer because I just don't think he's any good. I don't I don't trust him in the big game. His body has broken down the last couple of years. He's been hurt this year. He's been suspended. He might be a guy that was a big sticky stuff guy. Pitch clock has affected maybe his ability to pitch deep in the games because his stamina is not there as he gets older. I have no issue trading Scherzer. Verlander, though, I think it's still give you Another quality season next year. I I have way more faith in Justin Berlander who won a Cy Young Award last year than I do in Max Scherzer, which is why I'd be thrilled to get rid of Scherzer. The Mets do need pitching, but they're going to they're gonna have to spend the free agency to get it because I, I just don't think you're going to be able to trade these guys and get great pitching prospects that are going to be able to help you next year. I don't see it. It's going to be a tough spot they're in. And once again, I forget which caller brought this up, but whoever it was, it's an excellent point. Do you trust Billy Epler to make these deals? Because there's a lot of Met fans in my life that don't want this guy to be the GM anymore. And they might get their wish, whereas the Yankee fan doesn't want Brian Cashman to be their team's GM, and the guy's got a job for life, seemingly. So at least you have that, Met fans. You might get a new GM. You might get David Stearns to be the president of baseball operations. But it's a tricky spot, and I, once again, am stunned that the Rangers want Scherzer. If they were going to make this deal, why wouldn't you try and get Verlander? Maybe the Mets said we don't want to trade Verlander. I guess we'll find out more when Epler or Cohen, someone's got to speak when this is done. But as of now, we don't know the players that are coming back to the Mets, and we don't know if this deal is officially going to get done because there's money involved and Scherzer's got to pass a physical. So that's where we stand right now. 800 919 espn is the number if you want in on the conversation. Final segment of today's program is coming up next. It's Jake Asman with you right here on 98.7 ESPN New York.